Victory 91.5. It's Rising Stein. It's a special day here at the ballpark. It is Ray Haynes in studio teaching on Pentecost. And where he laughed where he last left off <laughs> or last left off where he last left off was an area I think where many of us get it wrong mm. on a regular basis sure you know when we're hearing the voice of God what does that mean and uh, as we go back in history you know a lot of times it's easy to look at the Israelites and go what in the world is your problem <laughs> you know but then of course if you're a Christian long enough you're going wow that is so much like me <laughs> so and I find when they get to Mount Sinai and God is blowing the trumpet, you know, I mean, when God picks up the shofar and blows the trumpet to announce your wedding, you ought to be pretty excited about that. But no, of course, they just get scared out of their wits. But as I was doing some research, I found it interesting. Um, the shofar, which is also called the trumpet, uh, is first mentioned in history right around 1500 B.C. in Egypt. That's where you first run into it. And that 1500 B.C., that's right around the time of the Exodus. So the Israelites were probably awakened each morning to their slave masters calling them to work with the trumpet. That's one of the purposes. Hmm. And their movements throughout the day, probably directed by those loud blasts. It was the very sound of their oppression. If you wonder where, what, what is God thinking here? Mm -hmm. Well, when they marched out of Egypt and waited at the Red Sea... Right. Can you imagine suddenly that same sound fills the air as the armies of Egypt rush down on their position? So imagine their terror when they arrive at Mount Sinai to hear the voice of God. And what do they hear? The shofar again. It's like, what do we got to do? Um, it's easy to understand their hesitation. But, of course, the bigger question here for them and for us is were they missing the significance God knew completely how they felt about that sound. As God revealed his law on Mount Sinai, he was also revealing his deep love for them, not as a slave master, but as a protector who would now bring terror to anyone choosing to become their enemy. Mm. Here's what it says in Exodus 19. You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore... If you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all peoples. For all the earth is mine. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. In Numbers 10, God tells them to forge silver trumpets so they can call him whenever they need him. He says this, when you go into battle in your own land against the enemy who is oppressing you, sound a blast on the trumpets. Then you'll be remembered by the Lord your God and rescued from your enemies. Wow. So sadly, while the former slaves never could shake their terror and all of them eventually died in the desert, the generation that followed discovered the shofar blast was the very voice of God and used it to bring down the walls of Jericho to uh, coronate kings. They used it in temple worship. They placed it in the hands of the priests and the Levites to lead the way into battle. Hmm. The shofar is a means of awakening the slumbering soul. Here's a quote that's uh, in the Mishnah. Awake sleepers from your sleep and slumbering ones arise from your slumber. Examine your deeds. Remember your creator and do teshuva as the laws of repentance. 
So do you hear the voice of the Lord, Lord calling and his word uh, through music, maybe through dance and so many other forms, his voice is always calling us to stop and to listen. And in Joel, it says, blow a trumpet in Zion, sound an alarm on my holy mountain. Let the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. It is near. And just to break it down really simple, the root of the word shofar means to beautify. When we turn to God, we're made beautiful. Mm. So this sound that we still use today and, you know, the blast of a shofar, that is to help us understand the voice of God, that he's crying out to us, that he's wooing us, that he's drawing us near. So it may change how you respond to the, vo- to the sound of a shofar because to God, this is one of the ways he wants you to understand that he has become for you so that your enemies will fear you, so that you can completely know that there's nothing on this whole earth that should ever make you afraid. Because the one who holds that shofar, the one who's crying out, is crying out and protecting you and for you. And, and that was a big change that they mm. just didn't grasp. Right, right. Excellent, excellent. This is Ray Haynes teaching on Pentecost, and if you haven't heard any of Ray's teachings, that is available at the blog, blog blog.victory915.com. Today's teaching is available there, and at the Victory and Reisenstein Facebook pages.